Hi, I'm Rat, and us at You Got to Know stand with the Writers Guild of America. All the Guild is asking for is a small 3% of profits and that studios will not replace them with AI. This is a small demand in the grand scheme of Hollywood, and Hollywood would not exist without writers. Okay, bro. You got to know this show. It's just O'Brien and the Guinan going on a hollow sweet adventure together across the Irish countryside. It really is. That is the vibe. No, it feels to me like that there's a new guy on the ship and they're just fucking with him. Because this is Irish Romeo and Juliet. It really is. With fairies. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. But they are so electric together. It's they are it's amazing. Perfect. It's like, they are the kind of couple that every movie wants to yeah. make, but most of them don't have the skill to pull it off. They make me believe in love at first sight. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it's so... Welcome back to You Got to Know. I'm Bo. And I'm Rat. And Ooh, we're Rat. going to watch... Well, we did watch. We've watched half we of We watched The Magical Legend of Leprechauns. Which, I, it didn't occur to me at the very end that it was a two-parter, and- <laughs> That was hilarious. They got to laugh at me, because, like, it's a two-parter, so it ends in the middle, and I was like, that's how it ends? What? And I was so confused <laughs> yeah, for a second. It just ends like, right as the two armies run at each other. Right at the climax. <laughs> it's just like, nah, that's all you get to see. Fuck you. Oh. It was so funny. This, okay. Usually when it comes to the cast, like, this is just like this whatever irreverent thing that we may or may not talk about. I need... To talk about this cast. Every single person you recognized was from either one of our childhood drama shows or Star Trek or Doctor Who. Quite literally, all of them have been in Doctor Who at this point. Yeah. If uh, all of the non-Americans and um, everyone, like half the cast have been in Star Trek. It genuinely is like, I know literally everyone here. And several were in Grey's Anatomy. A lot of them are just prolific actors. But, like, okay, first of all, Randy Quaid, he's the token human of of the series. The one human who's just there while all this magical stuff is happening around him. We have Whoopi Goldberg as the Grand Banshee. We do have Whoopi Goldberg. And a welcome to a very baby, uh, Kieran Culkin. Very baby. (laughs) Extremely baby, in fact. He's a delight He's a, throughout this whole thing. He really is. He's the best. A child. Oh, my God. Okay, and of course, Zoe Wanamaker. Gotta give her her flowers. Of course. And of course, Orla Brady. Absolutely gorgeous. Fantastic. Amazing. Her character has done so dirty this entire miniseries. Oh. Like, poor Kathleen. Rip. Okay, but like also, we're gonna get into this, but um, the great Caroline uh, Carver and uh, Daniel Betts, who are the main couple, because <sighs> this is just Irish Romeo and Juliet. It really with is. Fairies. With fairies. It's, and th- oh my god. They have so we're gonna... much. <laughs> mm, 
We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get, We're gonna into, get into, it. into it. But, but they so are so electric together. It's they are it's amazing. It's like they are the kind of couple that every movie wants to make, yeah. but most of them don't have the skill to pull it off. They make me believe in love at first sight. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it's so. Mm. Yeah, and also. All of the things that yes. the love existing has, ah! all the effects we'll get that into it. love has. Mm. We'll get into it. Ah! There's so much stuff to get into. I know. There and really like, is. We have to finish getting through the cast because, uh, of course, the, the best li- part. The list okay. just goes on. <laughs> the it- best part of this is there are a bunch that are super familiar, but you can't place them until you actually pull up their IMDb's, such as Kevin McKidd. Who holds just the insane number of, what, 331 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Which is a lot of episodes. Oh my god. Yeah, Dr. Owen Hunt. Oh my god. (laughs) The list just keeps going on. It's like Um, you... It's like when you take out a scroll and you whip it to unroll it and then it just fucking rolls all the way down the block. My favorite, we're gonna see him again... Um, eventually, Tony Coran, who many will know as Vincent Van Gogh from Doctor Who. Yes. It's been so long since I saw the episode that I don't think I would have recognized yeah. him, but once you pointed mm-hmm. it out, it's yeah. like, and especially because, like, he's a leprechaun, yeah. same, same, like, red mm-hmm. hair that he had in that episode. It's just like, yeah, they, they, he, that, yeah. that, yeah, that's just the same guy. They just made yeah. him small. Uh, and he might also be recognized as Marcus from the Underworld series. Which I haven't seen. You've seen the first one. Have I? Yeah. We watched it with the unknowable guest for their birthday, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was forever ago. Yeah, we did that, like, back when we were doing the lockdown uh, Discord movies. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Yeah. We've saved the best for last of this amazing cast, which... I, I need to share how I watched this for the first time because unlike Tenth Kingdom, this Hallmark fantasy production, I did not watch until I was an adult. And that is because um, back in like 2021, when <laughs> my mom finally got me to watch Deep Space Nine, uh, eventually we decided we wanted to take a break during the Dominion War arc because like that gets so heavy. But... But... I found this because I really wanted to watch some good fantasy. So we put it on. Guess who's there? And we were graced by the most important man in Star Trek history, Colm Meany. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise, <Here> O'Brien! <laughs> O'Brien jump scare. <laughs> and like... You know what? I'm happy for it. I'm I'm happy with the surprise call meeting. Which boy. reminds me, eventually we need to get to the first thing I saw him in because I didn't know he was in my favorite sci-fi miniseries until after I had watched all of Deep Space Nine. Oh. And I found out he was the King of Hearts in Sci-Fi's Alice. Mm. Oh. You're so talented, bestie. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. Everything happens so We're much. gonna get to it eventually. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. We'll 
That will be a whole thing. And I'm sure you'll tell me all about it while we're trying to watch it. Just like, you had to keep pausing and looking things yeah. up while we were watching this. I am a this. terror to watch something with. Yeah, which is unfortunate for me because that's literally like our whole thing now is we just watch stuff together. You did this to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I turned you into a TV kid. You, you are actively subjecting me to the entire TV kid experience speed run. You really are. I mean, have you hated anything we've watched this far? No, I actually... The only things that I've hated was all of the surprise racism and orientalism and stuff like that because everything we're watching is from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, which, let's get into this one then, because boy, the misogyny! Oh boy, it's- (laughs) Listen, okay, I feel like a lot of our episodes can sound like us complaining, because this is going up before our Xena episodes, but we have already gotten halfway through Xena at this point in recording. Yeah. So I'm I'm just using this as a chance to apologize if it ever sounds like we're just starting to complain. But there is just so much to unpack. There really is. This one can at least just be blanket said as why did they end up as like a romantic endgame? This dude is like because it starts with a misunderstanding. Cause okay, here, here, let's okay. Let's back up. Okay, <laughs> let's go back to the beginning. Back to the beginning, which we completely skipped over nice for a hot minute. A very nice place to start. A very nice okay. place to start. So, American businessman Jack Woods, played by... Uh, What's his dick? <laughs> played by one of the Quaids, Randy Quaid. Anyway, yeah. Jack Woods rents a cottage on the Enchanted Emerald Isle, which uh, is occupied by a family of leprechauns, which, okay, first of all, he works for a developer, a land developer. He is there to purchase a family's farm and, like, part of the countryside to develop. Yeah. It, it's... <laughs> it's another one of those, the world, is, the world is burning, children. Yeah. Don't forget, the world is burning. Yeah, it's another fern gully. <laughs> it really is. Why does this keep happening to us? Uh, it's we, the 90s, man. Yeah, and th- the 90s was very much the world is burning, children. Never forget. Yep. If you don't turn off the light in your bedroom when you leave, um, they'll <laughs> you are just, personally responsible. They'll take a seagull back behind the shed <laughs> <laughs> for every time you leave a room without turning off the lights. Oh my god. <laughs> and so when they go, he. You know, he gets introduced. I don't remember the name of the uh, old guy who's, like, giving him this tour of it. Neither do I. But he is very aware of what's going on in this cottage. And, like, trying to keep the leprechauns in check. And it's not working. It's not working because they're just doing leprechaun stuff. Shenanigans, tomfoolery, all that good stuff is unavoidable. And if you let them shenan once, best know they're going to shenan again. <laughs> I wish I could remember that lady's that handle that I was so delighted when the original 
popped up on my for you page. God, I'm gonna use that. She shenanigans was like the the word of the year in high school. Mm-hmm. Just uh, th- every single year, the word of the yeah. year was shenanigans. Yeah. Um. So he shows up. Yeah. He hangs out in this place. No electricity. There are creatures afoot. He. Oh. G- <laughs> The way they do the effects for the leprechauns it's being so there, goofy. it's really goofy, and it's even more goofy because, like, I spent, like, an entire week being sick, like, yeah. a week ago. Uh-huh. Like, I literally watched, like, non-stop <laughs> ghost video compilations on YouTube the entire week I was sick, so mm-hmm. I just see these little bits of things move, and I can hear the narrator... For the spooky ghost videos. <laughs> and every t- every single time I saw the invisible leprechaun shenanigans, I could hear in my brain just like, was this a ghost caught on camera? Or is it just an elaborate hoax? <laughs> every time. Oh my god. I'm gonna watch more of those yeah. when I go home too. Because he, he literally drops a video like every yeah. week. There's so much ghost content. Okay, but the way that they finally reveal Kalmini as the leprechaun is quite delightful, actually, which is, like, a chase. He gets chased out of the cottage and uh, chased by Randy Quaid through down the, the creek. Down the creek, through a creek. The dude rescues him yeah. because he's on a log floating down the creek. He jumps in, pulls the log out. And fa- then jump scare. And then <laughs> you get jump scared by the leprechaun. Leprechaun jump scare. Oh my god. But like, the best part is that like, they leave the cabin for the chase. The chase leads them back to the cabin. Yeah. And then there's just like a little puddle of water in the corner. <laughs> and the dude, he like, has a pot lid and a spoon. And he's like, I can hear you dripping. Yeah. Which, that's a line, by the uh. way. It was very uncomfortable. But then he pokes the leprechaun with a spoon and he appears because he's hiding in the corner, dripping it, water on the floor so he can delightful. see exactly where he is. And he just pokes him with a spoon and he's like, okay, I guess the jig is up. Yeah. This was so funny. It really was. Like, oh my god. We had no idea Colmina was in this the first time I watched it. Leprechaun jump scare. Oh my god. <laughs> and so, yeah, there there are leprechauns, and it it's, um... Which, Kalmini. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> it was Kalmini, uh, the... I can't remember anyone's names in this movie. That's your whole thing, bro. I, because, was it Seamus? I don't know. I... Let me let me look at IMDb. There's a lot of names and a lot of leprechauns with names. Yeah, there's a lot of characters. There's in this. a lot of characters, but also and, it's like, literally just two movies. Yeah, but like we were watching it sped up yeah. or slowed down or sped so, up. Re- yeah, slow down. Why regular would we slow speed? it down? I don't know. I meant to say regular speed, yeah, but my brain watched, got a little stupid. We watched literally everything at one point. Yeah, okay, to that's two what, five speed. That's what I thought, but yeah. like especially because this is on YouTube, uh, free with ads. Yeah, ten out of ten. It's also on Tubi, I believe. Um, Tubi has a lot of ads though, so mm-hmm. that's up to you. Rip, but. Yeah, we usually watch things sped up yeah. just because we are very ADHD <laughs> and it just sounds normal to us. Yeah. But that also means that it takes 
like, a lot less time of characters being on screen. Mm-hmm. And I have never been good about recognizing any characters in yeah. anything live action. Yeah. And if you tell me the name of a character, I will just, it's like it goes in one ear out the mm-hmm. other at regular speed. Sped up a little bit. Yeah. For the watching experience, I have no idea what's going on. I vaguely recognize what these characters look like simply because, like, half of them are leprechauns and half of them are regular people, and you mm-hmm. can tell the difference there, kind of. Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. But, like, anything live action, I just have no idea who I'm looking at. Unless it's Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Unless it's Whoopi Goldberg. I know who Whoopi Goldberg is, but everybody else is just like, okay, that's yeah. a human, maybe, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> if you insist. Are you face blind? I don't think I'm face blind. I'm just, I have to see somebody's face a lot before I can actually, like, recognize them. If they don't have, like, a particularly distinctive feature that I recognize, which, like, actors in movies... They, they, they don't. Like, real normal people do. It's like, oh, cool. I can recognize this person's facial features. But, not gonna lie, a lot of actors look really similar to me. I'm just describing face blindness right now, aren't I? <laughs> I guess I'm face blind. Cool beans. I don't know. I I'm not face blind, but also I'm. I guess I'm also name blind too. Then because who are these people? Yeah, it, I don't know. It's also really just so easy to miss when someone when someone says, says a name anything. When somebody says a name specifically, mm-hmm. like we had to like check with each other yeah. when they said the lady's name for the mm-hmm. first time. It's like. Did they just say her name? Yeah, yeah okay, I, I they just said her yeah, name. Yeah, because I couldn't be sure if they called her Kathy or if I misheard that. Because, yeah, it's Kathleen. Yeah, and I also totally did not hear them say her name yeah. at all until you pointed it out. And then <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, they did, didn't they? So, okay, Seamus and Mary are the leprechauns, and they live in the cottage with their son, Mickey. And Mickey is like a knight supposed to be equivalently... 19 or something, I guess. He's just a little guy. Uh, that's literally... <laughs> we never get over us. The first the time... The, the first time they showed a leprechaun on screen, like the actual leprechaun, uh, both of us just in sync. He's just a little, a little guy. guy. <laughs> Which, he sure is. Mm-hmm. He's a guy, mm-hmm. and he's little. He's just a little he's guy. He's just a little guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. little guys so, aside, okay. there's a lot of those in this. Yeah, there's a lot of little guys. So, uh, that happens. What also happens is Jack, the uh, developer guy, uh, What's his dick? <laughs> accidentally peeps in on Kathleen, uh, the neighbor who's on the land that he is actually looking at acquiring mm-hmm. for everything. And... She is rightfully upset. Yeah, she's literally just in the woods, yeah. swimming, bathing in the creek, and then she turns around and there's just this dude. Yeah. Just looking at her from behind a tree, all creepy-like. Yeah. Like, sure, he may not have been purposefully peeping in the way that she thought, but that but, is... like, he was straight up looking yeah, at her. She is right to be angry at this. Yeah, she's like, 
sir. But literally everyone's just like, dude, it's not that big a deal. The only people that take it seriously are her brothers, and it is completely played for laughs. Yeah. Like, everything with the brothers. There's a Scooby-Doo chase scene Oh and my god. That. The entire- Like, we're not supposed to take the brothers seriously, and the fact that they take her being so upset seriously is, like, like a bad thing? Yeah, it's just we're, like- It's- I don't oh know. My god. If my sister told me that somebody was peeping on her while yeah. she was swimming naked in a creep, I- Or, in a creep. <laughs> Speaking of creeps, I'd be pissed, too. Yeah. I'd be kicking ass. I'd be chasing yeah. this dude down like And the chase did. also happens because he's photographing the property. Yeah. Because that's the property he's trying to acquire. And he just developed. so happens to be creeping around the bushes with his camera. And she's back there. The yeah. lady who already thinks he was creeping on her. Ugh. It's just very... Uh, a comedy of errors. <sighs> yeah. Is that the saying? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Boards are hard. Um, Like my meat. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, all that human stuff is happening. There's also the fairy story. Mm Mm-hmm. First of all, God, what are they called? Um, are they the Dula... Dulahan? I I think that's what they're called. Yeah, Dulahan. Um, which... Are like the inspiration for the headless horsemen, oh, wait, and they I are potents of danger. Is that the phrase potents? Like an omen? Um, you left out an R. It's P O R. Potent. Okay, yeah. Either way, like an omen. Which I can't say because <laughs> I have a stutter. Which it's an omen. It's an omen. That's um, a word. We know that word. Yeah. We, can, we know what that word means. Yeah, it's a headless uh, rider on a black horse who carries his own head to that high in his uh, hand or under his arm. This horse has an incredible mask oh, yeah. on, by the way. It's got, like, this creepy skull mask mm-hmm. on. like. And I'm pretty sure they have, like, a spine whip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a spine whip. Yeah. And, oh my god, they're so cool. Yay. I love Dulahan. I love the mythology. But yeah, they're, the Dulahan appears to Mickey and his friends, and they just kind of chat. And, like, like I, hey, buddy, I love- how's it going? And, like, I love that, because- Here's this portent of doom, but it's just like, oh, hey, Steve, how's it going? Which then leads to, of course, there is an altercation with some of the trooping fairies, which um, are essentially like what you would normally think of when you think fairy, mm-hmm. like glittery, with the butterfly nature. wings and all that stuff. Yeah, um, and there is a supposed to be a truce upheld. Um, but, but they're, <laughs> the, the, they're yeah. just pretending that they don't see yeah, the they're, truce. They're just being a bunch of dicks. They're here to cause mischief and be rude. Yeah, so everyone gets in trouble with the the Grand Banshee for being a bunch of dicks. Yeah. She shows up and is just like, would you guys stop being a bunch of dicks? And they're Mm -hmm. like, we weren't being a bunch of dicks. They were being dicks. And she's just like, nah, nah, both of you. Stop being dicks. Yeah. And they just respectfully decline. To stop being dicks. They <sighs> they say they'll stop being dicks, but they don't. Mm-mm. So, of course, that's kind of the attitude the leprechauns take, too. Yeah. And they off. decide to sneak into the fairy ball. 
Oh, yeah? Where everyone is masked, and it's supposed to be a bunch of leprechaun masks, and they are the ugliest goddamn things I've ever they seen. They remind me of Mr. Nosy Bonk, with Ugh. that very, like, weird, creepy, off-putting yeah. papier-mâché vibe. And they've got, like, orange feather hair. Yeah. And big-ass ears. It's yeah. it's uncomfortable. It, it feels vaguely, like, anti-Semitic, but yeah. also just, like, even if it didn't, it would still be creepy. Yeah, it's just... <sighs> it's totally like a little bit too close there. I don't there. like it. The masks are gross. Yeah. But they all sneak in... In masks, and they, they jack a couple of fairy dudes of both their costumes and their invites. Yeah. And there's this running gag of them, like, leaving Kiernan Culkin and being like, no, dude, you're really important. You get to be the guard. Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't need to be the guard in this situation, but he falls for it. He fell for it. But he did get to wait outside and not... Uh, he, mm-hmm. he had the opportunity to start running yeah. the first mm-hmm. when everything kicked off. Oh, yeah. This is also when we get, like, some of the most gorgeous of like, the set stuff. Oh, because here's yeah. the thing. The one, like, surefire thing this movie has, or this miniseries has, is the sets, like, both the places they've scouted, which... Those have to be Vancouver. They had to have shot this in oh, Vancouver. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I Like, I recognize all yeah. the plants in there. It's like, yeah, we literally, it looks... Yeah, and it's like, I could <clears throat> literally, like, wander out in the woods and find, like, this exact spot somewhere. Yeah. But also, even the sets they make, like, all the fairy sets. Yeah. Oh, that is, like, my dream home decor. It's so beautiful. It's all... The glitter in the floors! There's glitter everywhere. Oh my There's god. glitter everywhere and everything is like done super ornately in like these insect wing patterns because mm-hmm. fairies obviously yeah. insect wings or oh, whatever. Yeah. And it's just it just goes really hard. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to look up for my crocheting <laughs> when we first got to see the fairy castle because oh I've been crocheting this whole time. Yeah, it's and still going as we speak. Still going as we speak, but I'm getting to the end of my ball. It looks weird and shriveled up and gross <laughs> now, so it's it's not a ball anymore. It's unraveling very quickly. But I do have a second crochet project in my backpack in case I finish this one. <laughs> Here at the ball is when Mickey gets to meet Princess Jessica who is the fairy princess. Who has the bluest contacts I've ever seen, by the way. It All looks the fairies like, have, like, these cobalt blue like eyes. Like, straight, like, like, 90s blue screen of mm-hmm. death blue. Like, a default, default RGB blue. Yeah. And, oh my god. The chemistry is amazing. It really is. Oh my god. This is what all of the romance movies wish that they could pull off. Like I said, they make me believe in love at first sight. Literally. All their banter is just perfect. I fully believe that the two of them are in love. Yeah. 
every scene they are selling me on the fact that they are meant to be, that they are soulmates. And the fact that they are in love gives our leprechaun boy the ability to fly. It's so cute! It is so cute! Okay, what leads up to that is, okay, what her cousin figures out that some leprechauns got in. I can smell them. (laughs) So bad. Um, so they decide that they are all going to <laughs> take their masks yeah, off all at the take... stroke of midnight yeah. or whatever. Which is told by a dandelion losing its puffs. It, oh my god! That's so good! How does a dandelion know what time it is? I, it's charmed or something. Magical dandelions um, that know the time. So Princess Jessica keeps trying to like get him to leave, but he won't leave until she promises to see him again. And this is like the one time where that doesn't really come off as manipulative. It yeah. just it just comes it's off like, as him being like, no, don't leave me. We have to no. go on a second date. When are, when's our second date? I have to know. It, it's like tell it's, me where to meet you for date number two. It's weird to see that done and have it actually feel yeah. cute. It's like why can't it's every like, other movie do it this well? It always it feels weird when it's they do just it. Like the sweetest puppy love. It really is. It's so cute. And she's just like, get out of here. And he's like, wait, when are we having our second date? First, yeah. I can't leave yet. And then they all <sighs> abandon ship. Yeah. All the other leprechauns who aren't in love yet. Yeah. They grab onto their buddy and he flies down. Because yeah. they had to get up to the palace yeah. in a bubble blown by this big, kind of weird CGI frog. The frog- Which was on a red mushroom on like a toadstool it was so cool it was cool i don't like how they animated the frog though it was a little too jiggly i know but but like everything else was perfect and the way that they did the The bubbles too so perfect there's so many bubbles in this movie and all of them are animated so well I love it so much. I know, Bestie. It's Don't cry. It's so good. Don't cry, Bestie. It's so good. They're crying. I'm not crying. You sound like you're crying. Your eyes are pretty red, bro. You sure you're not crying? <laughs> you know what's up. That's what they all say. Yeah, okay, it's just the weed. <laughs> if you insist. Oh my I'll take your word for it. Anyway, there's so many bubbles, and they're all so yeah. pretty. Okay, but here's the thing, is that... Also, after this there's a doorway here with a mouth. Oh! And every time I saw it, I would just hear yeah. Vorway in my head. <sighs> and I don't think you heard me when I pointed it out, so now No, I'm, I did. Okay, I'm just making sure that the, the nasty yeah, things no, in my brain I, can be in your brain, too, so I we can just, share the yeah, despair. I just chose to not... Share the despair, it. bro. The things that my brain does legally have to be your problem, too. After they escape... Escape. <laughs> they still get confronted by the trooping fairies. And when they do... Uh, Mickey refuses to fight, which, like, good on him, but you know who does? Van Gogh. (laughs) Van Gogh's ready to kick some ass. And he does, but then he gets his ass kicked back, and he dies. Apparently, 
like, just hitting an, like a leprechaun or a fairy in the kidneys in the back Real just straight good. up, just just straight up kills good. them. Yeah, and he's joking through his entire Literally. death. He's like, his body is disintegrating from the feet up, and he looks They're down crying. as he's disintegrating, and he just goes, I'm half the man I used to be. It's like, sir. His friends are crying. You are about to die, but I mean, like, if you're about to die, it's like, yeah. what's he gonna do? Make a joke about it later? But also, like, same. <laughs> like, that's, that's a good one, man. So, okay. That then leads to Mickey just losing it, and he kills the fairy who killed Van Gogh. Again, with a little bonk to the kidney. Yeah. Like, like, just a good couple hits. Yeah. Um, it's like, boy, these guys are... And they're just like, I thought leprechauns couldn't die, and I thought fairies were immortal. Obviously, none of these have, none of these guys have fallen off a chair and landed on their back, because if all it took was a little bonk to kill them like mm-hmm. this... It's like, are you sure you're immortal? Or do you just have, like, kidneys of kill yourself? <laughs> I swear. So, of course, this leads to, like, a reigniting of the war and the feud between them. And they send Jessica away to the underwater castle. And we leave what, off. Which, again, is beautiful. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's gorgeous. They're looking at the ocean through a freaking bubble. I want to do that. Yeah. And of course, this then leads to, like, actual full-on troops on the battlefield as Mickey is looking for Jessica because when she was leaving, he found her. They snuck into the same, or he snuck into her carriage. Yeah. Her lady-in-waiting covers for her, too, which was rather cute. She really does. It's like, she gets it. Yeah. She gets it. And, like, he promises to find her again, and then leaves. And this then leads, of course, to... What is that? Sorry. I, 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 I gave my cat, um, those, like, hemp-relaxing animal treats and she just like stopped grooming they gave and gave me this edibles. look the animals are hitting hi bruh this edible ain't shit <laughs> hi sweetie are you okay yeah she's a little bit lost in the sauce <laughs> just a little as a treat i forgot what i was talking about uh the the war? Right. Oh, yeah, the carriage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. lady in waiting yeah. is covering for her. Like, she gets it. Yeah. And so that goes on. He's now looking for her. Troops are on the battlefield. And the Grand Banshee this whole time has told them there were going to be grave consequences if they fight. Those when grave... When will you learn? <laughs> when will you learn? That your actions, your actions have, have consequences. consequences. That's where it ended at the part where I was like, where, "That's okay. it. It's over." Well, no, okay. There's yeah. a little more because there's human drama going yeah, on too. Because as this is happening, um, Kathleen and Jack somehow fall in love. They made um, up over the whole <laughs> peeping Tom's situation. Yeah, and things got sorted out. And uh, also, 
In order to get it sorted out, this dude made oh, friends yeah. with, like, a pastor or something. He wanders into a church while he's running from these guys. Yeah. And the pastor's this old forgetful dude who sees him and he's like, uh, sit down, I'm not done talking yet. Yeah. And then he hangs out to talk with them. Yeah. And the dude is like, no nonsense. Yeah. So when they come in to kick his ass for being a peeping yeah. Tom, he's just like, nah, uh-uh, we are going to the fair. Yeah. And thanks to the fact that your boy has leprechaun friends mm-hmm. now, they help him win one of the games at the fair for yeah. the pastor, who then picks this big pink stuffed hippo, and he's like, I think this guy's pretty neat, so stop trying to kick his ass, please. It, it's, oh my god, because yeah, and the whole time Kathleen is trying to tell him, this is the guy I caught peeping on me. And the entire time he's like, yeah, no. This guy, this guy why would he do that? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Which, like, it was a misunderstanding, so. But that I doesn't see, change yeah, that. Yeah, it was still weird, but. That doesn't yeah. change that she is rightfully angry. She is rightfully angry and everybody is ignoring her because, oh, it was just a misunderstanding. Well, yeah, he's still a weird little freak, though. And it takes a little bit for her to warm up to the yeah. weird little freak after that. Yeah, there's like a, a race. There, There is a race. I wasn't fully paying attention <sighs> yeah. to the whole race thing. Like, at some point, like... Is, like, he in a carriage with her yeah. horse? I I think so. It I, I got the vibe that it was just like, oh, find some guy who's yeah. not your horse's handler to yeah. try to win this race with your horse. Yeah, I can't remember. And he starts off doing absolutely dog water. Like, de- terrible. He mm-hmm. doesn't know what he's doing. And the leprechauns are there chilling in the cart with him. And it's like, we could help you with this. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm going to win this race by myself. And then he does, because dudes get, like, there's an incident with some cards. Yeah. Dude ends up in the ocean. This is all happening on a beach, by the way. Dude yeah. ends up in the ocean and shakes his fist at him angrily <laughs> as he rides off into the sunset to win first place or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's the general gist of it mm-hmm. that I got. And that's when they really, like, start to make amends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then it gets romantic, and she's... Now trying to get her brothers to chill it. Yeah. Which then leads, of course, to her being shown the leprechauns as they tell the humans what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the fact that all of the weird weather stuff that's going on... Which weather, weird weather stuff has been happening. Leaves yeah. start falling in the middle of spring. There's, yeah. like, snow and lightning yeah. and all that stuff. And there's just so much chaos. The environment the is... Yeah. How do you say... Mad fucked. Yeah. And with all of this, and the fact that he's now, like, in love with and dating the person who owns the property that he came to acquire, Jack decides to go back to America to talk to his people to be like, we can't do this. To stop the situation from... To stop the development. Yeah. And... And that's where it ends! That's where it ends! And the, I, I didn't even... I t- completely forgot that there was a second part. Mm-hmm. So it ended there, and I was like, that's where it ends? <laughs> yeah. It was I so was, funny. I was really confused for a second, and then I remembered that there was a yeah. part two that we're gonna watch later. Because it cuts off 
And then, like, a half second later, after it goes to a black screen, the credits start with, like, this very soft, yeah, folky kind of pop no song. No warning. Just, it mm-hmm. looks like a change of scene. It's just like, it's, oh, there's it's, the credits. It's very much like old school Degrassi. Oh, my God. <laughs> it really does. It feels like you just watched some horrible episode about somebody getting arrested or having a miscarriage or something and then the ending credits roll with this happy bubbly cheerful theme oh we have to do a degrassi season we really do there is enough seasons of degrassi that we could just do a whole season we could just degrassi and i would i really want to see all those horrible depressing episodes that just cut straight to happy cheerful 90s outro music for a sitcom. Oh. A couple of them. I know that you showed me yeah. a couple where they just didn't play the mm. intro song. Because it was just too serious. It was just too serious. Where it's like, they, we can't. But there, we were, can't. But there were so many of them yeah. where they should have done that and they didn't. It was oh. goofy. It was absolutely goofy. Yeah. We, we will... We will get to that when we get to that. Yeah, right but that's now, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It's just like we watched oh something horrible happen, and then it's like, woo, yippee, here's yeah. the ending credits, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and God. literally, it cuts straight away from them, straight up like the fairies and leprechauns mm-hmm. going to war. Yeah, and this dude waiting at the train to oh. leave. Even though he doesn't want to, and he wants her to come with her, but she's not there, and all that stuff. And then it's just like, woo, yay, we're done with this one. Woo, come back for part two. (laughs) And I completely (laughs) forgot that there was a part two, so Mm. it felt like I got sucker punched. Yeah, yeah. It's a trip and a half. It really is. But that does mean that next time... We'll be watching part two. We'll get some part two. And things will make more sense. And then we will have another of Hallmark done. Yes. That leaves. I don't know how many. We'd have to look at the spreadsheet. I know there's the Snow Queen left. Yeah. I think there was a couple others, though. I I could be wrong. I know that there were, like... There were, like, a couple, but I don't know if we've already watched them or not, because I don't know what is and is not a Hallmark movie. This is basically me speedrunning being a TV kid, (laughs) because they are subjecting me to all of their TV kid experiences Mm -hmm. over the span of, like, how long have we been recording, like... Oh, we started... Hasn't we started it been... at some point in 2022. Yeah, at some point in 2022. It's like, at most, it's been like eight months, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm getting the entire TV kit experience, like, at this point, <laughs> over the span of eight months. And it this hasn't is just even the been... fantasy this stuff. This is just the fantasy stuff, but it's yeah. still a speed run. Yeah, because let's see. Oh, there's the Good Witch. That's uh, I knew there were more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but also this list I'm looking at lumps in their Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm sure that we'll find more to watch as Ooh. we have slots to fill. Okay. There are some others that I did not consider. Some of these I wouldn't entirely <laughs> include. Like, I don't know that I would consider Gulliver's Travels and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea I on the same those. level of fantasy as Merlin, but that also <laughs> might just be my genre ignorance to what constitutes fantasy. I, I always kind of took uh, at least 20,000 Leagues as sci-fi more. Yeah. Oh, 
The Alice in Wonderland we watched was Hallmark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did Dune. Hmm. And, oh, there was a Jack and the Beanstalk. Voyage of the Unicorn. Oh, and they mm-hmm. did... <coughs> did they do Snow White, Fairest of them all? Huh. I don't know, did they? I guess they did. <coughs> oh, Hans Christian Andersen, My Life as a Fairy Tale. It's so good. Oh, and they did that horrible whitewashed Earthsea adaptation. I don't even know what the original Earthsea was like, so... It's a book. So I think they did Mists of Avalon, too. Hmm. Huh. <coughs> or this list is full of sh- <coughs> Who knows? We'll have to do more research. Yeah. Either way, I would not be surprised if it's an oops all Hallmark season, because nah. I have said before, Hallmark <coughs> set the bar for fantasy for me as a kid. Yeah. What can I say? <coughs> I know what I like. <laughs> yeah. And I want more of this fantasy. Next time on You Got to Know. It was a strong opening, though. It was a strong like, opening. It promises war, and then it devolves. <laughs> it, it really does. It starts out with the baby wars. Yeah. Feels like those pretend battles we do at recess. Yeah. Complete with the, um, it has, like, ineffectual fire. Yeah, it has that, like, high drama, low stakes. The high drama, low stakes, <laughs> pretend games. I love it. Thank you for listening to You Got to Know. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Music by Kevin McLeod.